Hello, hello, and a third hello. Welcome to Don't Forget Your Towel. I'm your host and not GM, Azul, and today we carry on that Halloween spirit into November as we continue to play Locus, the horror mystery game about flawed characters and consequences. I actually don't have anything apropos to say today, so instead, here's an interesting TTRPG fact. Did you know that H.D. Wells, yes, that H.D. Wells, loved playing the precursors to TTRPGs, war games? He actually published a rulebook on how to play with these toy soldiers called Little Wars, a game for boys from 12 years of age to 150, and for that more intelligent sort of girl who likes boys' games and books. I didn't realize how sexist this was until reading it. Anyways, with that sexism aside, and with that tidbit, onwards to the episode. Previously on Don't Forget Your Towel. That wasp is annoying me. What is that? We gotta get out of here, okay? This is. Wait, no. Hey, hang on. Uh, Given knowing look to Caleb and says, we've been struggling with a show and this, this this could be our big break. I mean, think about it. Imagine what it would be like if we were able to solve a murder and get it all on camera. All right, but another 10 minutes and then I'm out. Okay, my phone is definitely off. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. If I could take it all back, I would. But please bring my boy back to me. I can't. I I just couldn't bear it. This is kind of giving me like crystal maze vibes, I think. So if we if we enter that room and it's a crystal maze and we get locked in, I'm gonna just say right now, I'm not listening to either of you ever again. Hey, big shots come over here for a second. I want a private word. Now, listen, earlier on, you were talking about the name Ted. It was as if you'd, you'd heard someone called Ted talking to you. Uh, yeah, what about it? Well, I've just tried to look up what this program reminds me of on my tablet. And it's all the tabs have come up with the name of this creature called a crocotta. Look, I've, I've heard of it before. I've done past work. Basically, it's, it's a mythical dog wolf kind of kind of thing, but it's a creature that's known to imitate human voices. I think there might be one in this building somehow. This this stays between us. Unless it needs to not. Exactly. The director just messaged me saying that there is a missing persons poster under your foot. The eyes are scratched out of the missing person advertised, but their clothes, their jawlines, you know them. You know them well. Guys, I think I, I think the wasps are coming our way. And you see the silhouette of some kind of insect. And as it rounds the corner, getting closer, the shadow does not shrink. It reveals itself to be a hornet about the size of a dog with a fleshy, headless, wasp-shaped body. The center of its thorax drips with mucus from an open cavity where human ribs make a mockery of the concept of teeth. Behind them, veins and arteries held suspended in place where a heart should be. Oh God, oh God, oh God. You all huddle into the room. The minute your feet all cross the threshold, the door closes and the lights come on. I knew it. That's right, Brett. Here, our contestants will have to solve the riddle and spell the words to cross the floor. If they guess wrong, they'll risk falling below. They won't want to fall below. While this is happening, Roy bends down, picks up a piece of paper and puts it into his pocket. What was that? That was me trying to stop littering. What was it really, Roy? Shouldn't we focus on the timer? You make it across to the other side. The curtains draw back and reveal a door behind the pedestal with the key on it. Could those words mean anything? Like the snake, the bank, the money and the betrayal? I take a step back from the group. Roy, what what word resonates with you? Is it a betrayal? Is that the one that... Okay, listen, there's something about this place. Whoever's doing this knows us. 
So are you stepping through the door? Are you picking up the key? Well, we're here, so onward, I guess. through the door and find yourself back in an almost identical hallway but this one has no sign of any strange bony creatures nor does it have a body on the floor well this is an improvement it's always better the lights are on but there is one flickering down the hallway which seems to be struggling a little bit with its power oh here we go again there's a few sponsor related posters up on the walls although a few of them look like they've been vandalized the place isn't nearly as unkempt as previously though it looks like someone's been here recently rather than the dilapidated mess you saw before there's no holes in the ceiling <laughs> it's slightly less damp i'd like everyone to make a medium carelessness check just let me know if anyone fails double six i got a six on that one all good gucci okay i'm gonna double check what this means so my carelessness is one mm-hmm. and i've got a six a five and a three very good so i think yeah. i'm all good you yeah. are good okay so everyone's good mm-hmm. fantastic mm-hmm. in which case you all think you hear for a moment some mumbling which sounds like someone mumbling to themselves a little bit muffled and it gets overtaken very quickly by voices drifting through the um down the hallway at you it's two men having a discussion okay people are here they see us it's not just us is it like out like in the hallway like we're in a room or something and they're outside is that what you're saying it sounds a little bit as as it kind of ramps up it sounds like they could be right beside you like the volume of their voices really does come into into its own and they're having a discussion about what they think would be the right scares for the group coming tomorrow. One of them calls the other one Sam. Do we know a Sam? We know of a Sam. Sam was one of the two people that was sent to do the special effects along with uh, Jeff. They continue having a chat and then, oh God, one of them says, Sam, don't be ridiculous. We cannot have a body drop from the ceiling. That is so overdone and cliche. No, we need to be more clever than that. No, we're not doing that. And then the conversation continues. I look at the others with like a shocked face. So what I'm getting from this, they're either Um. in on all of this and they're serial killers, or what? they're about to die and they have no idea and we have to stop them going and coming across the giant wasp. 
So you're telling me, you know, like Malcolm Lung raises his hand. So you're, t- so you're telling me we are hearing the past right now. Is that what you're telling me? And we're trying to, you are very quick to adapt to a situation such as. No, I'm like, saying, I'm just saying, obviously there's another group coming in tomorrow, right? And they're planning for them, right? They've come in. And so either they've planned a giant fleshy wasp and a slightly psychopathic puzzle set, or they haven't. And if they haven't, we need to warn them. The voices get quieter as if whoever's making them is walking away. And then almost immediately, as soon as they're out of earshot, they start up again at the other end of the corridor and the conversation seems to repeat itself. All right, you're right, we're in a time loop. <laughs> I apologize, I was wrong. Are they ghosts? Are they dead? You made a good assumption though, like, but... Oh All right, God. so they're ghosts, right? They're, they're dead. Yeah. Well, th- I'm th- assuming Sam's also dead. If if that's Sam, and I'm guessing the other one's Jeff, and Jeff's already been... We all, we all know what happened to Jeff, so... Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Does that mean Sam's somewhere here as well? Yeah. I don't think his odds are too good right now. Yeah, no. I've, I've no. read about this before. It's kind of like a spectral record of some sort. No, hang on. Imprinting? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Like a ghost imprinter? I mean, if they're dead and if we're hearing this, either it's recorded or <laughs> we're seeing some sort of imprint or spectral Mm-mm. resonance or something like that. I, I look at Caleb and I say, no. We can't open that door. And I, I just look at him. What? And I hope he understands. The voices trail off down the corridor. It's out there. It's right there. And start up again the other side. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry, sir. Maybe we should time it. Maybe you should time it, like, when they get all the way down. I we think, should... I think. Why don't we Is just Is there go... any other way out of here? Wait, what? what's wrong? All. Currently, there's something out there. You seem to only be able to go into that hallway, one way or the other. I don't think we should go out there. I don't think it's safe. We can't stay in here either. Like, we have to leave or, like, find... We a- can't go anywhere near them. Well, why not? Why? You think it's why another monster? Why isn't it enough that I'm saying that... I'm a researcher. I know what I'm talking about. How does research have anything to do with ghosts bouncing <sighs> off walls? I'm yeah, confused. I'm Unless you've seen a ghost before. They're not ghosts. Wait, they're not... If they're not ghosts, what are they? <sighs> Do you know something? Yeah, you were pointing at me before, Malcolm. What about Teresa? What? what? Hey, we're all guilty. All right. <laughs> like he's gonna gesture <laughs> to everyone in the room. All of us. Like there was four words right. on there. We all have guilt of something. I'm not right. going to deny that. But and then he looks at Teresa. What do you know? Caleb, you're right with me. Um, filling them in. Wait, Caleb, you knew about this as well. Is that all right? Teresa told me something right before the bug thing showed up, and. We didn't think it was best to tell you because you were already stressed. Uh, Are you serious? I think that I think we're far past that now, Teresa. <sighs> All right. So do you know what's out this... there? What the hell is going on? So you know that whole thing earlier with Caleb saying the name Ted? Yeah. He thought he heard the voice of someone called Ted. And um, a couple of years back, I was on a job and um, there was this girl called Chloe and we were she she was just kind of shadowing one of the cameramen I think kind of learning a bit more uh, she was a student film student and I was doing research and we were at some kind of old amusement park the corridors beneath this place anyway and um I'd been doing some research on a particular kind of creature that was said to well I didn't know how connected it was into this place that, People had mentioned things, but I was, I was just 
researching because I was interested mainly. But anyway, um, Chloe was asking a load of questions about it and she was taking up my time and she was distracting me and she was being a bit annoying, frankly. So I told her to get lost, basically. Let me focus. And she left and didn't return for a bit. So so um, Tim, the cameraman, was like, well, maybe we'd better go and look for a pause of filming for a second. And I said, all right, I'll go and do it because I was the last person to speak to her. And I thought she'd just gone to Lou or something. So I went to look for her and I, I heard her calling out. I um, I didn't think much of it. I thought she was probably just messing around, you know. Or, but if she, if she was in danger, I thought I, I waited a bit, just wondering what to do because um, she might have been in danger. But again, it, it well, she knew and I told her that the creature I was researching at that point uh, was called a cricotta and it um, had this habit of being able to mimic human voices to draw its victims in. So I thought she was pranking me because she knew that. I didn't believe in the thing. I'd just been reading about it out of academic interest. But she, I called out to her and she, she, didn't, she didn't come out. Uh, so eventually I, I followed the voice and, well, I found her. And this, this thing, this, I mean, it's kind of dog wolf thing. It, it had just... That took some time off after that, um... So when um, when the whole thing happened with, with Caleb and hearing a voice, I just thought, if something like that's roaming around here, then best not to know until... <sighs> I didn't know how much we should anticipate something like that, you know, and how much we Because sh- it could have been nothing, but now I'm thinking maybe, maybe he's trying to lure us somewhere out there. Is this being... Is it known to, like, repeat itself in a circle like that? Is that what happened? Honestly, after what happened, I tried to forget as much as I could about her. What I'd like you to do, as I think that qualifies as performing in accordance with honesty, which is linked to a virtue, please do remove a card from your hand so long as it's not a diamond. Is there any advantage to removing certain cards over others, or is it literally just the number of cards that counts? So, just the number of cards more than anything else. Okay, cool. I've removed a card. It's just harder to get rid of anything having to do with uh, a vice of yours, so... But for performing an act in accordance with a virtue which is not your own, so any virtue, and honesty counts, I think, yeah. So, as Reese finishes speaking. You do once again hear a buzzing behind you. Uh, um, is, is that what I think it is? Wait, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> None of us want to be here. So we're, that's what he's saying that is he's booking. Okay, like we're in a rock and a hard place. I'd rather not. Um, we could just wait for the loop to start again, like while they're walking down the hall. We could just dart out that door, okay? All right? Yep, it, the window of opportunity is coming up. You can hear the voices. All right. They start referencing, start referencing dropping a body, discounting it as a terrible idea. Carry on with the <laughs> so day. we're saying we just we just go for it through the door towards yeah. that thing. We, we, we've got no other choice. All right, we gotta come on. All right, so waiting for it to get to the closing of that conversation, mm-hmm. um, and then I'm gonna book it with Caleb as well. I'm gonna okay. follow. Right, okay, I'll go with. Not being on my own. <laughs> you dart out into the corridor and see a corridor. Right. There is nothing here. <laughs> what did we expect? Of course there's nothing here. I bared my soul and it's not that. Are you... <laughs> well, you can all forget that little story I told, guys. No, it's no, it's fine. Like, you you had Jeez. a moment, you told us the truth. Thank you. There still could be something like that here. Like, nice little like... deep, meaningful chat. 
Jesus. Spectral imprints, as I was saying. <laughs> so either spectral imprints or a cocada. Uh, the, like, the creature both thing. Both are cocada, yeah. But we yeah, don't. Yeah, the buzzing gets louder behind okay, you. We, we okay, need to, okay, we need okay to let's go. We need to leave. All right. Wait, quick question. Do we hear a conversation in this room? So you're just in the corridor. Yep. The conversation is walking away from you still. It trails off. And if you're waiting, it will stop eventually. And then start again. I don't want to be here when it starts again. <laughs> I check on the on the page that my tablet's frozen on to see if this thing can turn invisible. You have a quick look. There's no real invisibility powers listed under this thing. They think it like that. They link it quite a lot in terms of cryptozoology to possibly just someone mistaking a hyena. <laughs> oh yeah, because hyenas can, can't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They they've got the laugh. But no, it, it, it's entirely a, a vocal. Sort of a vocally cued creature. Um, so I'm guessing the sound starts behind us then again. Yeah, yeah. Just two two guys just having a conversation. I I look to the others and say, "Okay, listen. I know I said it's a spectral imprint and stuff like that, but it, uh, we don't know what'll happen if we're in the path of that imprint. If it even is an imprint. So I think we should also the buzzing. There, there is the buzzing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's just uh, where 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 can we go now? Like, what's the? You can go. You can go in the direction the voices are coming. So. You can go to your left and the voices will come up behind you, or you can turn towards the voices and walk through them. Those are your two options. Which is the direction that we didn't come from originally? So you came from a door behind you and the door is in okay. the, it, the door is the puzzle room. Oh, so maybe the other path. So you're in like a T. You've come yeah, from right, this room. Right. So go back to where we were before and go the left path, maybe? Yeah. If you go left, yeah, logically that Hang seems on, like... wait, wait a second. So... We're saying the wasp has gone towards us into the puzzle room. The mm-hmm. wasp appears to be in the puzzle room. We're saying that the voices are coming from a direction we haven't been in yet, coming yeah. back towards us. So, uh, yeah, let's go to where the wasp was what? and then try and find the entrance we came in. No, but- I'm not walking into voices. I don't know who they belong to. We're not We're, we're not walking into voices. We're walking away from voices back to the yeah, T-junction. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying, to where the wasp okay. was. As you linger here... The wasp seems to detect your presence. Okay, I'm just going oh. to walk to that. I'm going to run. Let's run. I'd like you all to roll initiative. <laughs> no! Oh, oh what? <laughs> all right. How does this work? <laughs> you add. You, you add so long to move. <laughs> I know. Uh... So it's 3d6, and then you add up the results. Okay. And then mi- minus one? Yes. Okay. okay. That is a 12, Director. A 9. That is a 9. 13. 13. Oh, lucky. Moving first is Caleb. Uh, okay. Hey. So Wasp is behind us. Wasp is behind you, but approaching quite rapidly. Yeah, I know how last time he was like, all unity, pick someone up. <laughs> nope. No. <laughs> no, he's he running. He running. He running in. He okay. running away from the Wasp. So movement is a contested check against nobody, and it's to determine how far you can move in your turn. Okay, so I am rolling against which? I'll have it be clumsiness. Okay. So for each result you have over your clumsiness, you get one point, and that one point allows four to five meters or a small action that's not movement that might take the same length of time. Well, I have a two in clumsiness, and I rolled three twos. So I'm going to be using some willpower. Okay. I'm using willpower. Because I... No. No, don't like Wasp. You also failed, which means after this, you'll be making a stress roll. Yep. I'm already tense, so I'm sure that's going to be oh, great. Oh, very oh, stressed. No. It's going to be fine. Don't All worry right, about so it. I'm going to use one point of willpower at first to roll two dice, because I'm tense. 
And those are both fives. Nice. So you know, I'll just take the two successes. Okay. So you can either make it about 10 meters or so in a direction. You can also move only five meters and do something else should you want to. 10 sounds good. 10 sounds good. 10 sounds good. I don't want to be near this bug. <laughs> okay. Are you turning right towards the voices? or in the same direction the voices are going, so to the left. So we did we did right last time, and it brought us back here. Yeah, the right took you to the body. Okay, left. So you're booking it left. So left is towards the voices, uh, right? Yep. Left would be kind of joining the flow of traffic with the voices, so to speak. <laughs> okay. Join their lane and go in their direction, right. but yep. not yep. towards mm. them. Okay. Okay, so Caleb turns left. Next is... Did we just want to resolve my... Oh yeah, stress. Of course. Um, yeah, do it against clumsiness for me, please. Again. Okay. And uh, medium. Medium. Of- yeah. Okay. It's a four against a two. I'm okay. Okay. Well, I'm still I'm still tense, but I'm not stressed. Yeah, you didn't just massively stress yourself out by failing slightly, slightly to start running away. You pulled you pulled it back. So, Roy. Yes, I think Roy is quite shaken at the moment, and he's probably going to do the only thing that comes naturally to him run away. Uh, <laughs> okay. So many questions about that statement. <laughs> <laughs> so, was it a contested check? Yep. So, it's movement, so you're just contesting against nothing. What's the attribute? So, yep, we'll do yours on clumsiness as well. Okay, so that is a complete failure. Uh, my clumsiness okay. is five, so I don't think oh, I'll be moving oh. anytime soon. It's always about this, like right now, when you need it most. This is this is what happened last time. You <laughs> you were going to do that, and then you just went splat right on the ground. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Are you spending willpower to re-roll? You know, I've got seven. I think I I might as well. I will try. Maybe I'll get a few sixes. We'll see. Come on! I roll the exact same three. <laughs> oh my oh god. god! So there's no limit to how much you can want to get up. If you want to spend, if you want to blow all seven willpower and re-roll this seven times, you, you go for it. Yeah, I, I, I have to, right? <laughs> like you guys are going to run anyway as well. No one's gonna, no one's gonna fight the freaking thing. <laughs> I kind of, I'm kind of forced to. Okay, another willpower. Ugh. I feel like our directors like loves this creature and really wants us to fight it and we're just like no <laughs> we've ruined no. this encounter by being cowards <laughs> no it, the only reason this is happening is because you stayed in one place yes yeah fair which makes fair. it really easy for this thing to find you you had a really good heart to heart though so it was potentially worth it mm-hmm. yeah I, I can die honest <laughs> <laughs> nice choice of words um this time i got one six so one success. Okay, so you can move up to five meters or do a small other mo- other motion. I'm definitely moving up to five meters. I think what happens is that I fall down, I fall down again, and then just crawl five meters forward. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> you're army, you're I'm armying it up. So army crawling. Do I have to roll my stress as well, considering? Please do, and um, it's also going to be clumsiness because that's what's frustrating Are you. Are you serious? Right now. Oh no! <laughs> so medium uh, clumsiness. Roll, just please. roll two sixes. Oh, that's so easy, isn't it? 
Yeah, just roll two. Si- just roll. Just three roll six sixes. Just roll the critical success. Roy is a broken man. Bribe lady, look, she got you. I rolled two fives and one one. I'm going oh, to. Oh no! Can I use willpower for um stress? I could always use someone else on the tense train with me. <laughs> I don't think it's something we've explicitly stipulated, so I'm going to assume that means it's director director choice, and I'm sure my co-writer Jack will tell me off for not reading this fully first, <laughs> having written it already. So we're going to go with, no, you can't use willpower on a stress <laughs> roll. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, it kind of oh makes sense. Dear. I feel like if anything was going to make you tense, this is a good narrative point to become a bit tense. Mm. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> So I am now tense and on the ground crawling. <laughs> and on the ground crawling. All right. So the next thing that happens is the creature gets a turn. Oh, no. Cool. Oh. <laughs> and this thing is going to head straight for Malcolm. Of course it is. Again. <laughs> I, Again. I'm, I'm, I'm getting a, a sense as to why. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I thought I was the one it hated. Honestly, as it comes towards you, you find your eyes fixating once again on that heartless center core. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sensing things. <laughs> Shade is not Malcolm. Um, <laughs> so this is a contested check. So a, a proper full contested check. So I will mm-hmm. roll my attack and you will roll to contest it. So 3d6. Okay. I'm rolling against my attack. You're rolling against, let's go with frailty. And okay. every dice you get over the score gives you plus one. And then whoever has the okay. most at the end wins the contest. Right. So the creature gets two. I <laughs> got one five, one one, and one two. And my frailty is two. So, so that's a one. One success. So the creature wins that contest. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to re-roll. With willpower. I would love to re-roll, yes, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind getting tense either, so... <laughs> okay. Just as a question, could mm. could she keep the five that she rolled? Um, yeah, I think it, it's up to... Up to that, three, that okay. Dice, so you can yeah. at least okay. lock in the one success, got it. All right, I just okay, want to make so, sure before... So I could just roll the two and... Yeah. Okay, but you get a chance to roll all three because yes. I'm not tense. Okay, so I, I got a, a six... But I also got a two, which is matching the two frailty. So two successes. Okay. Defender wins. So you do win mm. now, succeed, but it is mm-hmm. extremely close. You can feel a strange, intense heat radiating from the creature as it gets close to you. Oh. You narrowly manage to roll with the blow out the out the way. Um, it's massive bony stinger pierces the wall beside you. Oh. Please make your stress roll yeah, for initially failing that. So mm-hmm. please, can you make it against your carriers? Uh, wait, so this is a medium roll. I, I, so I got a two and uh, cowardice is one. So okay. I'm painting that it's getting closer. <laughs> I was like, Ooh. The thing is right beside you. You can see the way that it's flesh and the gore within drips down onto the floor. Oh, as it moves. oh gosh. <laughs> Shiver down my spine. And now it is both yours and Reese's turn. So you, you move functionally at the same time, so you can both declare what you okay. want to do. Um, I'm going to run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's valid. I think that sounds like a plan. I'm going to run in the same direction that everyone else is running. Okay. Please roll to see how far you get. So that's 3d6 against... Yeah, we'll, we'll go with clumsiness for the running. We'll keep it consistent. Right. Can, I, I'm, I'm doing the same thing, so can I roll along? The... Yeah. So my clumsiness is two mm-hmm. and i've got a six a three and a one so you can do 10 meters so you end up around my you you pass roy on the floor <laughs> damn you non-clumsy people 
can I like reach out and try to yank him up and drag him with me as yep. I go? So you sacrifice some distance for that, but absolutely fine. Happy you can do that. That's fine. I'll do that. Wow. Now, come on, we snakes need to stick together. And I drag him. Okay. Um, I had got uh, a six, a five, and a four. Um, and my clumsiness is a two. You could, I'm going to ask a question. You could just tell me flat no mm-hmm. that I can't do this. So if we're passing Roy, he has the boom mic, correct? Yeah, he does. I do. If I try to grab for it as, and use it as a weapon, like, do, do I have to roll a contested roll against him to I get mean, it off of him? If I'm honest. <laughs> He's army rolling and it's a large item. So the odds are he's not got a great grip on it. Okay. However, if he feels something tugging on the boom mic and wants to defend it, that's up to him. Roy, how would you react? Are you willing to die for your boom mic? I'm, yeah, I hate to say it, but it's one of those like, what would my character do kind of thing? Like in this situation, he's really tense Uh. and he's like, the only thing he's of any protection is his boom mic that he's holding with both hands. (laughs) Well, if he's going to do that, I let go of his hand and I peg it. (laughs) <laughs> he doesn't need me as much as he needs his boom mic. That's not what he said. This is before. This is before Teresa started pulling him forward, and then there was I like. I see the struggle, and I'm like, you know what, guys, I'm gonna leave you to it. <laughs> Damn. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna do that. Like, if he's like, like he made the roll, I think like a uh, medium roll would be a five. So if he passes that, I'm just gonna make a, a move to grab at the boom mic. Okay. And see what happens. Uh, so, Sorry, Roy. <laughs> Roy, if you want to contest this, we will turn it into a contested roll. Frailty v's frailty. <laughs> <laughs> or if you just want to let it go, then... Um, like, would you just kind of get Roy's attention or would you just kind of straight out grab it? I would straight out rip it out of your okay, hand. Yeah, at contested. this point, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... Like, I'm not ex- <laughs> I am not stopping to explain, like, so I need this... <laughs> You know, like, <laughs> no, I I'm going yeah. to use it to like. There's a thing that needs, I need to deal with it. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I'm not, no, I would like grab and I'm going to use it immediately. So, yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you both roll 3d6 and let me know how many of the dice are over your respective frailties. Okay. Oh, this is a good chance for you to succeed. I got a one. I got two over frailty, so. Yep, All so. right, the boom mic is Malcolm's. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> like he shouts immediately after grabbing it, like successfully. Yeah, hit. As, as you do, like Roy just says, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, no. Oh. Mikey, no. Of course he called it Mikey. Of course he did. In the back of my uh, Malcolm's head, he's like, I feel so bad, but like, no. <laughs> when he says Mikey, I was like, fuck, okay. Yeah, so he grabs the mic and he's going to use it if we have to roll another roll, like for sure. But like for the meantime, he's going to keep running. Okay, so that puts the running order. Caleb, Reese just behind him, having given up with Roy. Roy on the floor and Malcolm kind of standing over him. So the corridor you're all running down does have a couple of doors on the right. It has a corner at the far end, which leads further into the complex. And the light at the far end is just... It's it's super soothing. There's something just really nice and warm about that light at the end of the tunnel. That's nice. I don't trust it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just quite nice. The ancient reptile part of your brain goes, it's a nice light, as you run in terror from the wasp. We, we know in terms of nature what normally that means. Yep. But this <laughs> is like... So we're back round to Caleb. Kill, kill him, follow reptile brain. Kill him, go towards smooth light. <laughs> Soothing light. All right, you're just going to go towards it. Yep. Okay. I'm sh- I'm sure I've just made a terrible mistake, but oh well. <laughs> so you've just contracted a condition. <laughs> so normally, normally you would have had a roll to try.
try and defend against this, but you've just flat out told me you're gonna just go yep. for it. So yep, just I'm, just for gonna, it. I'm just gonna give you the condition. That um, is that is absolutely fair. So the condition you have is entranced. Oh no. So oh that's nice. For the next round of the conflict, the only thought in your head is getting closer to that lovely warm light. It's like it's like a campfire light. It's just really it brings back warm memories. I just went moth I went moth mode, got it. <laughs> yeah, you went moth mode. Caleb the moth. Okay, uh, you can take your turn normally now. Okay. But just bear in mind you are under the effects of the trance. Okay, yep. The Well, Caleb probably had heard maybe some of this stuff, maybe Mikey, like that kind of thing. You would have definitely heard a distraught scream of Mikey. But it doesn't sound like a scream of pain. It's more <laughs> agony than pain, but yes. It's an emotional pain. It's not yeah. emotional pain, not physical pain. Um, he's he's past all that. He's he's worried about getting out. He does not like having wasp of death behind him. So yeah, he's going toward and and he sees this really nice light. And it's a nice soothing light, and and soothing light means the good things. That's that's obviously how it works right now. So Caleb is moving toward the light. How far do you get towards it? Five meters, one success. One success over clumsiness again, yeah. So yes. cool, five meters, so you're now at 15. So next turn, you'll probably reach that corner and be able to turn into that welcoming light. Oh, okay. joy. Sounds good. Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Midrow. Apologies for the sudden interruption. We're just going to play a quick ad by Bard Rock Cafe, a D&D actual play podcast where magic goes wild. Bard Rock Cafe is a real play podcast where everybody has wild magic and nobody knows what to expect. Even me, the DM. Until further notice, you have complete amnesia starting immediately. The butterfly, because you are looking really hard at it, has gained your sneak attack feature. I'm so proud of this little guy. As you try to speak, you open your mouth and pink bubbles float out instead, and no sound is created. Blub, 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 blub. Come check us out when you get a chance. You can find Bard Rock Cafe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. You're in for a wild time. And back to your regularly scheduled broadcast. Roy. I'm on the floor where I belong. <laughs> You're on the floor and someone has taken Mikey from you. You are Mikeless. I am Mikeless. Mikeless on the floor. You know, both as a character and a player, I'm a bit pretty catatonic now <laughs> with the lack of Mikey. Oh, no. um, I'll probably turn around so that I'm basically sitting on the ground and maybe push myself backwards. But I definitely keep an eye on Malcolm and Mikey and the creature i suppose like i, I would mm. not notice caleb at all because my attention is completely focused on i'm gonna say malcolm because i don't want to say mikey <laughs> no, it's like malcolm and mikey, <laughs> malcolm and mikey. double m's going on an adventure yep without me all right so you don't need to roll anything for that, that action that's pretty straightforward you you can by all means do that you get yourself upright and push yourself backwards a little bit kind of shuffle backwards with your hands yeah okay so next is the creature. It comes out into the light of the hallway and once again all of its horrendous gore is is brought to light. The, sh- the shadows from the lighting above making the hollow within its chest even more pronounced. There is just darkness within. And it's going to try to attack you again. Oh, it's going to roll really well. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! So can you beat three successes? Oh. So, uh, to defend, so you have an item now. Yeah, can you use the item? A big item, which you can use to get a plus one if you use okay. it to defend yourself with. I was planning on using it to defend, yeah. So please can you make a cowardice roll? Okay. So it's a contested one, so just 3d6, however many over your cowardice. 
and then you get plus one because you have the mic to help you. All right, so I got a six, a four, and a one, so that's two successes, and plus one, so three. Okay, as the creature buzzes angrily towards you in a rage of pure vitriol, you manage to use the mic to just point the pincer a little bit away from you as it charges in with that bone spear tip. It cleaves and gouges a nice hole in the wall beside you. Cool. <laughs> All right, it's now your turn and Reese's turn. Okay, my plan had been to give people more time to go forward, so I was going to take the boom mic to like attack it and bash, especially seeing Roy on the ground and continually stumbling forward and skirting backwards and not quite getting footing. Um, <laughs> so uh, he was going to like, like, is the pincer still around the boom mic or? Sorry, I think pincer was, I, I misspoke, but it, it is a, a stinger. Sorry, not a pincer. Oh, so like it like pushed the stinger into the wall pretty yeah. much. Um, so he's going to baseball bat it over the top of the head with that <laughs> one as much force as possible. The creature <laughs> has no head, but I appreciate that you mean the four oh. or whatever bit is. Yeah, oh, right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's a headless wasp. That's great. It's a headless wasp with a nice, nice human rib cage. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> I forgot I didn't have it. And hearing it again is not making it any better. Yeah. No, it's not made it any better. So, so Malcolm's first instinct, aim for the head. Oh right, there is no head. Um, so where the head should be. Okay. <laughs> Quick, like, and then aims for the thorax. Brilliant. In which case, please do roll. Let's go with frailty to um to swing that down as hard as you can. So this is uh, again a contested roll. The creature will get to resist. Mm -hmm. But I'd like to just point out with the rules that the only reason you are able to attack this thing is because you have the boom mic. You cannot yes. make an attack in Locust without a weapon. Mm-hmm. Hence why I'm like, give me the boom mic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the, the creature got nothing to, to defend. It fails oh, nice. to dodge, probably because it's, it's stingers in the wall. So cool. Um, so I got two. Okay. It takes some damage. Ooh. <laughs> is it like visible damage or? Yeah, as you twat it, it properly, <laughs> a whole side of it, almost like it was just some kind of abscess filled with pus, just explodes and shoots up the side of the wall. Oh. No, 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 no. <laughs> it continues to buzz angrily, even more so now. It sounds absolutely furious and it's deafening with its wings. It's not down, but you have done some damage to it. Cool. Reese? Hi. Do I know what this creature is? <laughs> you can spend your turn making an ig ignorance roll to have a look at that lovely knowledge of cryptozoology. Sure, I'll do that. It's focused on me, so... I'll leave you to distract it, and then I'm gonna get some info. Okay, so that is... So my ignorance... So it should be a one because of your knowledge, as far as I'm aware. Okay, I've got two. Oh, you've got two. Brilliant. Yep, so your brain goes through its old factor file of cryptozoology, mm -hmm. and... What you kind of what what you come up with is some stuff about something to do with Christmas, and there's a bunch of stuff about marble hornets, and there's a wasp giant somewhere. There's nothing which references human rib cages. Christmas. That was just your brain coming up with the first few things it could find that had anything to do with a wasp in your sort of mythical creature thing. So that probably sort of folklore thing. Nothing about weaknesses or anything I can... By all means, you can try to assess again to look at the creature, not in terms of what it looks like, but in terms of what you therefore think or how you might therefore assume it might function. Yeah. Okay. So am I rolling again? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Your character knows this stuff like the back of their hand. I'm happy for that to 
happen in the same in the same turn. So this is going to be a hard roll, though. Yeah, one, two, three. I think I failed that one. You did, but you could re-roll the, the one. You just have to not get a one because it is cryptozoology and you have knowledge. I got a two. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you would, you would succeed. Yeah. Right. What do I know? <laughs> so you look at this thing and go, all right, things aside, it's a bug. I know it looks horrendous, but it's still a bug. It's buzzing like a bug. It's got a stinger like a bug. And she's just hit it with something. And that seemed really effective. So more of that seems like a good idea. That's what your brain comes up with. Okay. I don't think I have anything to hit anything with. I mean, you have your data pad. (laughs) I'm I'm not getting that covered in wasp goo. No way. Um, oh, when you use the boom mic, it needs to lose one durability box. So what's the durability oh, on that? Oh, it's not going to uh, be yeah. the super, 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 super durable boom mic anymore. I know. No. It's only going to be the It'll super, only be super, the super, 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 super durable <laughs> yeah. boom mic. It's going to be one super less. You just knock off a, knock off a yeah. very. It's still an awful lot of durability. You don't need to make any rolls yet. Okay. Right. I imagine like a bit of like, I don't know. A bit of foam a bit of fell off. Tape or, just yeah. goes flying. Oh, okay. I'm going to say, that's great. That's working. You keep doing that. I'm going to take a quick picture of the wasp and I'm going to run. Love it. Followed immediately by the painful screech coming from Roy. I love, I love that your, your turn is just, go team! <laughs> it's like, that's right, do that! There's nothing I can do. I've got nothing to hit anything with. Malcolm's like, yeah, I know. Out of, out of character, I'm really concerned about Caleb. In character, Mikey, no. I don't. I don't know about you, but Caleb's going toward the light. <laughs> that that very pretty, warm, calm mm-hmm. light. Yeah, Caleb's found his new calling. It, just, it, it makes you want to roast marshmallows. It's that kind of wholesome. It's ah. no, no. I'm going towards Caleb, saying, "Don't keep going, but if by doing so, I'm keeping going." Okay, <laughs> Caleb, it's your turn. There's oh, someone no. start, starting to shout your name behind you. We're going to get burned alive. <laughs> so it, it is up to you entirely. If you are happy for Caleb to just be like, eh, saw that, this is cool, and carry on. You go for it. If you want to make the roll, then please do. The power is in your hands. Put, put it this way. Uh, I think that this falls back on my vice of temptation. Oh, yeah. And that light oh. is pretty tempting. And I, like you said, I've been entranced, so he may be just coming out of it, but I think what he would do is like he would kind of turn back, like look at look at Teresa and just go, I have to know, and he's gonna keep going. The power of the glue oh. compels you. <laughs> okay. That's awful, because that's what Reese has always been like. So with that, Roy, you're on the floor still. Yeah, Roy's gonna... <laughs> Teresa gave me an idea. Well, I, actually, I knew she gave me an idea, but Teresa, like, Roy's, I don't know if I can do this, but can Roy use his light to try to put the wasp on fire? <laughs> Is that doable? <laughs> so, <laughs> you are welcome to try. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Very genuinely. Feel free. We, you can roll and, and see how you do. Yeah, I think I think that's what, because like he wants to help. He really does want to help. He's, he's incredibly stressed out, but he wants to help. And seeing like Malcolm and Mikey, no particular order of emphasis, um, you know, in this situation, he definitely wants to <laughs> put a stop to it. Uh, so yeah, I think he would light his lighter and kind of put it underneath the wasp, this huge wasp with a tiny lighter. Okay. Oh, God. So, feel free to correct me. From my understanding, you are on the floor shimmying backwards, or you were. Yes. Malcolm's in front of you, then it's the wasp. 
So you have to do some maneuvering. I would unfortunately have to do some maneuvering, yes. To not set Malcolm on fire. Yes, let's avoid that. I swear to God. (laughs) Army crawl between Malcolm's legs. And And come up underneath the wasp and maybe explode it. Delightful. Probably fine. This is all good. This is fine. Everything's fine. fine. Oh, the nervous laughter. Yep. Mm. Um, So what kind of role would that be? Would it be unfortunately Uh, clumsiness? I'm going to say carelessness because there's a person in between you and the thing you want to set on fire. So let's be careful or try to be. So I am going to say it's going to be hard because vantage points and getting around the fact that boom mic is probably like this still half blocking your way as well so oh, yeah given the environment you're in it will be hard but it's care- carelessness not clumsiness uh, yeah i'm gonna use willpower again <laughs> <laughs> please do don't set me on fire <laughs> i got a six and a five but i got a one okay so you only uh, just need to re-roll the one yeah actually that's a good point i'll only re-roll the one mm-hmm Okay, that is a success. Cool. My lowest is four, which is still higher, so. So, I've crossed off a durability for this use. Yeah, and you hold the small flame beneath (laughs) the dripping flesh of this terrible creature. I forgot that it's dripping. This could either be epic or really anticlimactic, and I can't wait to see which it's going to be. You don't know. You don't know. I don't know if any of you have ever just accidentally caught yourself with a lighter. Yes, I have before. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. And you've, you've, seen, you've seen what a, a brief one does to skin. Mm-hmm. That's, that's yeah. That's kind of what happens. I, I, I see. <laughs> that's good, right? <laughs> you might need to hold it there a little bit longer for anything to actually take, but nothing. It, it's it's not unfortunately doused in gasoline. There's nothing particularly <laughs> flammable here. It's it's flesh. This is going to end badly for me, but I'm just going to keep holding it there, yeah. You know what? You went for it. Props to you. <laughs> so wait, so wait. So like for Malcolm, so Roy's like behind him and maneuvering his arms between his legs to get under this thing. Like, is that what's happening? Yeah. Uh, did you go under and through the legs or around? Let's say under, make it even more complicated. Uh, God damn it, Roy. <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm, <laughs> Malcolm's raising this thing above his head one more time to like hit it again. And then just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, now it's the creature's turn. So, um, uh, so it's got a, a a little lighter under it, and with 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 the little lighter flame that you get, and um, and, and someone wielding a heavy bash stick above it, and actually, it is going to try to get its stinger free of the wall that it had um, kind of cleaved its way into, which it does, and it is going to rear up for another attack. And now it's Malcolm's turn. It takes its turn to... Oh, it takes yeah. its turn to, like, un- okay. Mm. So if I, like, try to hit this thing again, am I going to hit Roy by accident? Is this, like, a careless roll or, like... I mean, he put himself in the area. <laughs> <laughs> It's not my fault. I know. (laughs) Um, Yeah, please, please roll a carelessness roll. Oh, it's a contested attack, so no difficulty. Okay. And the creature is going to attempt to resist. So, um, so I got a five, a five, and a three. My carelessness is three, so I have two successes. Yep. You smack it again, and for a minute, it seems to jolt on the impact. Another thing bursting out the back of it just with the sheer force that you've hit it with, just like you're actually squatting, uh, squatting above. The boom mic gets caught between two of the ribs and the creature twitches 
quite violently. In a death twitch or a, <laughs> or a life twitch? We're so hopeful. You you can assume it's you can hope it's a death twitch. Uh, what, are okay. you, what are you what are you doing as as it starts to convulse, but the boom mic is caught between two of the bones. I would try to yank it out after that too. Okay. So like, can you make a medium frailty roll for me? Uh, medium. So I have four, four, two. So I passed. You managed to wrench free the boom mic, taking with it one of the ribs as the creature Oof. convulses once more and falls to the floor. Or on top of Roy, I'm covered in viscera. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem to hit the floor. It seems to just, it doesn't even fade out of existence. It just ceases to be as it falls. The blood is still on the wall. The hole on the wall it made is still there. The viscera is still up the wall. The creature itself fell towards the ground and it was there one minute and it's almost like your brains have to rearrange the situation to recognize the fact that it's not there anymore but it should be and with that i'd like you all to draw a card okay yeah Ooh. it is a seven of oh no that's my haunt yeah i got a virtue nice oh, one. so i get so i discard the card you discard the I, card and you do not draw another one and i get three willpower you do yes get, good i need that because i there we go I'm i need willpower can i argue that because my intention with the boon mic was to have roy run away <laughs> but roy yeah. did not run away <laughs> you even apologized to the guy like mm-hmm you know, like, because it's it is his mic, and I know that it's it's his baby. So like, I I felt bad, but also I want you to get out of here while I'm distracting. But you didn't. So <laughs> <laughs> I still appreciate the attempt to like set it on fire. Um, so does that count towards something with getting rid of one of these cards? So I would say that's valorous as an action, okay. which is community. So not your own virtue, but it is a virtue. So yep. Yeah. I'm happy you you did indeed turn around and face the monster. Please do discard a card so long as it's not a haunt card. Can I claim that as well for attempting to burn? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's trying to like save me with like a lighter. <laughs> but he, he did it from the safety of between your legs. All right, I I, I yeah. thought I was right <laughs> underneath. You didn't really the put creature. yourself into the danger. So right. Much. Okay. <laughs> from what you're saying. Fair enough. God, now Mikey's all like gross and sticky now, huh? Probably. I'm sorry. Yeah, Mikey. Mikey's looked better. Poor Mikey. As another piece of gaffer went flying after the last hit. So, as you have defeated a monster, you are not tense. Oh, cool. You do not get to reduce your tension. You're still just uneasy. But if you were yeah. tense because you defeated a monster, you could have it, that could have reduced it. Caleb wasn't really close by enough nope. to to get that benefit, sadly. And I don't think anyone else is tense. Oh, I am. Are you tense? Yes. Yeah, because you failed the roll before. In which case, you're now uneasy. You Huzzah. After your mind readjusts the new reality that doesn't include this creature, you, you breathe a small sigh of relief. And we fall <sighs> sort of out of conflict rounds. Sort of. <laughs> and sort of. I'm going to draw the attention to the other end of the corridor where Caleb is making his way extremely quickly now yep. towards a very warm and inviting light. Yep. So I'm going to ask Reese to please make a roll for me. Okay. This is a hard, re- hard repulsion roll. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Ah. Uh, Okay, um, one, three, five. My repulsion is five. (laughs) Are you going to try and re-roll or are you going to accept that? It's hard as well, isn't it? I'd have to get triple six. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
not impossible, just very unlikely. How, how many mm. willpower do I have? Do you have a record of it all? So you should have started with... We started with five. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. Started okay, I with think five. I've got... Unless you drew virtues, which I don't think... I think I've got four. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you, you, you can re-roll that up to four times. Yeah. No, no, I got a three on the first roll. Okay, Caleb's kind of... It shakes off again. Are you going to let it wash back over or make the roll as well? I said I needed to know. Yeah. Okay. I will, I will freely accept the condition again. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, yes. I, I know fully I'm, I'm walking him into death. So, in which case... Sorry, Anisha, what did you get? Oh, I, I got a three on the first roll. I failed again. Okay. So, if you continue to fail it... So, firstly, you'll need to roll for stress because you failed, but you only need to do it once because it's, it's functionally the same roll. And you gain the condition entranced, which just means, oh, okay. that light looks extra good. Just really soothing. I'd like you to do a medium... Uh, carelessness roll. Oh, okay. Um, well, my carelessness is one, and I got two, four, five. So brilliant. You remain I'm relatively chill. But it, I mean, it makes sense because it's pretty light. You know, why would that stress you out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm entranced. You are entranced. Um, so this, if it were in the middle of conflict, it would last a turn. So functionally, you'll have about five to ten seconds of this condition happening to you, and then it'll start to okay. wear off, and you'll get to use it again. So right. What are you doing down the hall where you've just killed the monster? So Malcolm's going to take a really deep sigh, <laughs> just like. <laughs> Oh, and then like bends over to put hands on his knees because like <laughs> that was very stressful. <sighs> Sorry about your mic very much. <laughs> Oof. You okay, Roy? He's he's a bit. <laughs> I th- I think Roy's most definitely a bit catatonic. Um, but he kind of <laughs> he's, he's still holding the lighter, the flame of the lighter. Like I, I get nothing. <laughs> no, no, it it it's 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 it, 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 it's it's fine. Um, thank you. Is I, it though? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks for trying with the lighter. <laughs> I appreciate that. And uh, he steps over away from, because like I'm assuming you're still like <laughs> between his legs. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to like step back over and like reach his free hand down to like lift Roy up. Yeah, he, he takes your hand and kind of stands up, brushes himself off. Uh, his eyes are like kind of darting everywhere, uh, mm-hmm. just a bit nervous. And at that point, Caleb reaches the end of the corridor and oh, turns left that's the yeah. turn that's at the end of the corridor. Mm-hmm. The light itself is still yet further away. The source of it is somewhere in front of you, somewhere. And you can feel it kind of looking at you. It's intentionally inviting you. There is something here and it's good. It's really good. Roll a hard carelessness roll for me. A hard carelessness, okay. I pass. Pass. Yep. You step in something like a puddle, like a really dense puddle that's really warm. You can feel it through your shoes. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, like, how can you feel it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to look down. Okay, but the draw of your <laughs> eyes, you want to be looking at it. <laughs> You're entranced. Oh, uh, it's still entranced? Okay. So it wears off around the time you notice that the, you've stepped in a puddle, and then okay. and then it starts to play back, but you can roll. Now I will try and roll, because now there's something different. Yeah, so hard repulsion, and um, Anusha, Reese's also made it to the end for just behind Caleb. Mm-hmm. It has a moment of wearing off. As you're just behind, you haven't yet stepped in the puddle. What would you like to do? So it's wearing off? Yeah. You get a moment of clarity of, hang on, hang on a second, before it starts to pull you back in. So you, you'll be making another roll, but you have a moment before that to make a decision about something. 
So, do I know that something bad's going on here for a moment? Yeah, logic would dictate this probably is really, really suspicious and not a good thing, even though it feels like it is. I put my sunglasses on. Put your sunglasses on. <laughs> oh. Oh. All right. <laughs> you put your sunglasses on and... Sunglasses, night vision, goggles, whatever. Yep. They act as if you are in complete darkness, so you get the clarity of night vision. Right. There is vague ambient light back down where the monster was, but the place in front of you where you can just kind of make out Caleb's outline, that's dark. Your night vision's kicked in. What horrors lie within the mesmerizing light? Who or what is in control of this grisly game? And will Mikey ever be the same again? Find out on the next episode of Don't Forget Your Towel. If you like what you hear, please connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at dfyt underscore podcast, on Facebook at Don't Forget Your Towel Podcast, and through email at dfytpodcast at gmail.com. If you have a few dollars to spare and you've been liking what you hear, please consider supporting us on Patreon. But if you don't have a few dollars to spare, that's all good too. Just keep listening and like or review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Every single rating goes a long way to helping us increase our reach and to share the RPG love. Till next time, keep your towels at the ready.